Longtime fans of the show should be familiar with the lender formerly known as Sue Pullen, and I'm pleased to announce that she's back, fresh off a rebrand and ready to help as Sue Mackey. Sue is a certified mortgage advisor at Fairway Independent Mortgage, an equal housing lender who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs. She has over 20 years of experience helping thousands of homeowners. Whether it's purchasing, refinancing, or even a reverse mortgage, Sue will help. Sue's licensed in 36 states now, so reach out and let Sue Mackey it happen for you. The best way to reach her is just give her a call at 520-977-7904 or in an email, spullen at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number of 2289. Sue Mackey has an MLS number of 206048. That email again, spullen at fairwaymc.com. And that phone number is 520-977-7904. Shoot Sue an email and let her know she needs to update that address. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. You are listening to an entertainment program put together by a company called Financial Ineptitude. Anything said on this show is not an endorsement or professional advice. Would you really want to tell a court of law you were suing us because you thought taking financial advice from two idiots on a podcast put out by Financial Ineptitude was a good idea? Really? Clown hats on your face. Hello and welcome to the China Shop. I'm Shopkeeper Dan. With me as always is Kyle, creator of FinancialNeptitude.com. Kyle, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, the smoke must have cleared out from from Canada because I can see the tossers out in my backyard playing a, a nice round of frisbee golf. <laughs> That's what they're called, right? Uh, tossers, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, it sounds right. <laughs> yeah, it seems seems it's either that right. or flingers, right? <laughs> our, our friends over the pond. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple of tossers. Right. Oh, come come on into the shop with us today. Sit back, relax, hedge against that rage machine. We'd like to welcome any new listeners just joining us. We're here smashing our way through a complete set of fine china, sharing those ever-growing strategies for trying to maximize gains and cut losses. If you are new to the shop and stock trading in general, you can always check out our knowledge and resource centers on financialineptitude.com, or you can give one of our many beginner trading episodes a listen. We'll have all those links in the episode description, but the best place to be is our Discord server. We get on there every day with a bunch of really amazing, awesome people. It's just a super, super duper awesome place to be. Can I say Except, awesome one more time, Pat? No, because not when someone snatches victory from me <laughs> in oh, the M period challenge. Damn you, Flary. That M period challenge. Flary wins it again. But, you know, Kyle, you did really, really well. I was crushing it. I don't know how he managed to beat me. <laughs> I, you know what? As the all-time loser of the day, I don't know how you managed to even stay positive. That that thank you is like a whipsaw. I'm pretty sure I beat your score last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of fun on the Discord server. We've been doing that uh, the last 30 minutes of trading on the futures. We're doing a challenge. A lot of people showing up. It's a good time. Yeah, uh, great time it, to just uh, you know just share your trades, yeah. share your strategies, share your journals. Share your, you know, share your struggles, share your, share your wins. We'll cry with you right. and we'll laugh with you. That's right. 
we're just uh, really glad everybody shows up like they do. Uh, and if you are new and you join that Discord server, just go ahead and send Kyle a private message with your information, and he can send you some smash it yourself swag straight from the China Shop Shop. I can. I can mm-hmm. and will. Mm-hmm. Can and well, will. I've also got a new emoji put together for uh, for the Discord, so I test that out too. Oh, it's, whoa. It's no feet. Whoa. The no feet emoji. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Oh, no, I can't use it on you. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Speaking, oh, because I'm not like premium Discord? I can, only, I can only do it in the Discord. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, all right. All right, Kyle. You know what that brings us is uh, show news. We have any any show news to report? I think we do. Uh, I had a really good uh, conversation with Chris Penagiutu, I think is how you pronounce that. Uh, I might have lost the uh, the phonetic spelling. Oh, yes. Chris P. Yes. He's the host of Capitalize Your Finances, the nationally syndicated podcast. And he also did us a huge solid. He set us up with uh, the guys over at the Investor Network. So hopefully we'll be getting... Some of those guys scheduled here soon, too. Oh, badass. Ah, uh, no, I'm excited about that. Uh, and then also on the 26th will be the first episode of The Optional Experience with Eric Smolinski and Penny Lane Blaine from the Penny Lane Podcast. Well, that should be exciting stuff. I know you've been making some big strides in your options trading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. My eyes have been open to the possibilities of IV. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's... Like when the longer you go in this game, the longer it is between those big aha moments. But those are those fucking moments that are just so. Mm. They're game changing. Yeah, yeah, game changing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. I, I'm I'm looking forward to that episode. Mm. Mm-hmm. But All right. until then, we have got an episode for you today. Oh, do we? We got a snuggling, sneaky, snarling show all set for you. Lots of market moving news, plenty of stocks on the radar, and brighter futures than a Delta Airlines passenger stuck on the tarmac in Vegas. Oh my god. Oh, that was in Vegas? Yeah. Oh man, like four hours of like 120 degree heat. <laughs> uh-huh. Just oh, roasting god. them in an oven. Good job, Delta. Back yeah. in the headlines again. Pretty sure parents get in trouble for doing that in the parking lots. Yeah, yeah. My windows will get busted if I leave a dog in a car like that. Oh, nobody's no busting Delta's windows. Come on, save those poor people. I'm sure there was. There had to be at least one dog on there, right? <laughs> they 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 catch they catch charges because there there was a dog on board. <laughs> yeah, because cruelty to animals. <laughs> <laughs> the, the people like fuck them. <laughs> and that's the first time somebody was happy that somebody had a service animal. Yeah, right. Oh, thank God you had that dog on board. <laughs> Good thing you had that emotional support husky. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh, and, and please, please, folks, reach out to us. We adore your messages and comments over on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, do, are we on threads? Do we get on threads? Uh, no, I don't think we're allowed to with our Twitter contract. Oh, okay. Well, it's good because everybody's abandoning threads anyway. Uh, oh, good, good. <laughs> you, can, you can get on our Discord. Uh, got the link to that in the episode description. Maybe you're old school. You can send an email to two bulls at financial That's the number two B U L L S at financial Maybe you got a hot stock tip. Maybe you want to tell us about a trade, great trade you just made, or maybe, uh, like you get one taste of delicious, delicious human meat. None of this stuff ever satisfies you ever again for the rest of your life. Oh, it doesn't God. matter. We love it when you reach out. Okay. I, I think I know that one. You know that one. 
I thought but that's not a movie, though, is it? Well, I mean... Uh, taking some liberties, huh? Okay, okay. <laughs> I just started watching the new season, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those guys are so good. Uh, also, I got a message here from my boss. Uh, uh, correction time. that We don't have a contract with Twitter. Oh. Just had to make sure that that's uh, cleared up. <laughs> oh, we, we, we don't... We're not... We're not getting. I guess. Paid you, to... Well, I thought if you say it enough times, it'll happen. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I'm told that's not how it works. Maybe, maybe we need to be better at trolling. Maybe because trolling oh. gets engagement. <laughs> it does. It's sad. It, it does. does. Oh, did uh, did anybody submit an answer for last week's movie? No, I we had, I had a couple guesses, but you told me they were wrong. I was thinking uh, Last Man Standing kind of sounded familiar, and uh, mm. maybe Adventures in Babysitting Land. Mm. Uh, you want to give us the, the clue again? Well, if you're just passing through a small town trying to get your car fixed so you can get back on the road when you're asked to clean up the local family entertainment center to pay off the bill, you might be starring in Willy's Wonderland with Nick Cage. I Wow. You haven't seen that one? No. Is that a oh terrible Nick Cage movie or a great Nick Cage movie? That is a great Nick Cage movie. Great I don't think he ha- he doesn't have a line in the entire film. He's oh. silent the entire movie, but it's it's genius. It's 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 a fucking good time. Really? really is it like, like shitty yeah. movie good time or like actual good movie? A little of both. Okay. okay. I mean, some of the anim- animatronic villains, uh, they're supposed to they're supposed to look like Chuck E. Cheese things, and they do. So it, it's it's good movie, okay, but it, okay. it wasn't a high budget movie. All right, my my kind of movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> They spent their budget on Nick Cage. Smart. Uh, but they had a solid script. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, There's Willie's no words for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's incredible. That's just a smart troll anyway. <laughs> we're going to blow our budget on the best actor we can get. And we're not going to give him a single line. <laughs> not give him a single line. <laughs> <laughs> that right there makes it worth watching, I think. Baller move. No kidding. All right. Uh, I think it's time to talk about the bet results. All right. Fine. Uh, well, Jeremy gave us a great stock to pick, which uh, we went with Rivian. We wanted to short it. Mm-hmm. Open the week at 24.01 on Monday. We had our stop just above the swing high. And guess what happened on Friday? We got stopped out. Yeah, just touched that swing high and then sold off immediately afterwards. But that serious? takes us, yeah, that takes us from, I think we were at like $544 last week. Now we're at $478.89. I told you that stop was too much. I know you did. I know you did. That should have been our entry. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. And then random went. Uh, random went long rum, which opened the week at eight dollars and thirty cents. Closed Friday at seven dollars and ninety four cents. So random is uh, within striking range at four seventy three twenty six. Wow, we're almost tied. Yeah, we're still in the lead, but uh, we lost about ten. We lost about ninety percent of that lead. <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah, wow. fuck. All right, I got a I got a decent pick in mind, so maybe we can uh, close this thing out strong. Okay, maybe no promises. All right, <laughs> All right should we uh, should we move on to some news? Yeah, let's let's talk about some news. Let's do it. Dow drops deep on moving inflation, COVID frustration, war damnation. We're just bringing you the fucking news. You gotta recognize the game if you don't wanna lose. We're just skip the two bulls trading information. 
Rioters raiding, insider trading, taxes are raising, bills on the hill. We got a crypto mill, no, they ain't growing weed. When the Fed speaks today, it's some shit we don't need. Sing it, man. Two fools trading information. What? Two fools trading information. I'm inclined to agree. Two fools trading Where do you want to start with? Uh, I got some stories about uh, recessions, okay, and whether or not they are going to happen. Reuters seems to think that the uh, the leading indicators are pointing to a recession starting soon. Ooh, this is an index that is designed to track turns in U.S. business cycles. It has fallen for the fifteenth straight month in June, dragged down by weakening consumer outlook and increased unemployment claims. It's also the longest streak of decreases since the lead up to the 2007-2009 recession. Yikes. Okay, that that feels like some doom and gloom. A little bit, a little bit, yeah. Uh, The just, oh God, damn, this name. Justina Zabinska-Lamonica, the senior manager of business cycle indicators at the conference board, and that's not a made up title. (laughs) <laughs> so it's taken together June's data suggests economic activity will continue to decelerate in the months ahead the conference board also reiterated its forecast that the economy is likely to be in recession from the current third quarter to the first quarter of 24 mm. now for the counterpoint uh, a very strange explanation according to somebody I don't know his <laughs> name yet Aha! people are saying <laughs> People are saying, yeah, society, according to Societe Generale, ah, I don't know if that's yeah, a name or a, or a group. They said something very strange has happened that explains why a U.S. recession has been delayed, and it has to do with some timely moves made by corporations. This was actually a really interesting read. So the bank uh, highlighted going back to at least 1975, corporate net interest payments would rise as the Fed raised interest rates, which makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. The cost to borrow gets more expensive and companies end up spending more on that. You're paying more on interest. Yeah. Right. But for the first time in a long time, that isn't actually happening. Instead, as the Fed has raised rates over the past 15 months, corporate net interest payments actually fell. What? Yes. And this has to do with restructuring corporate debt. So during that entire period of near zero interest rates, especially leading into the pandemic, uh, many of these corporations took advantage of that and refinanced a lot of their liabilities into low-term, long-term, low-rate fixed debt. So Bank of America compiled some data from earlier this year that said companies bought themselves some time to navigate the higher rates. The debt composition of S&P 500 companies includes just 6% short-term floating rate debt, 8% long-term floating rate debt. 10% in short-term fixed debt and 76% in long-term fixed debt. And most of that debt does not mature until 25, 26, 27 beyond. So they've got like two years before what the Fed is doing actually starts to affect them. Whoa. Right? That's that's kind of incredible. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> Edwards had said uh, companies have effectively played the yield curve in reverse to become net beneficiaries of higher rates, adding five percent to profits over the last year instead of Whoa. deducting ten percent as usual. Holy shit! Smart people, huh? Why didn't they do that the last time? <laughs> 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 so I guess the question is like, I guess 
if the rates can come down before this debt comes to maturity, yeah, then we may not actually have a recession. It'll be dodged, yeah, through through artful maneuvering. <laughs> yeah, well, and that makes sense. I mean, that's what most of us should have been doing. If you had a you know five or six or seven percent interest rate from you know early two thousands, uh, yeah. you should be coming out of the recession with a much better one, or coming into you know this time period. Yeah, if you didn't refinance your mortgage <laughs> and you just kept it that total. Uh, yeah, yeah. Damn. All right. A little late now, but uh, yeah, next time rates come down, refinance that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they're at historic lows might be a good time. Yeah, that's usually a smart move. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you got for uh, for news? Uh, you know what? The Federal Reserve has launched a new payment system. To actually let money clear in seconds. Really? Yeah, it's called FedNow. It's available 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Full access to funds immediately. Uh, The initial limit is 100 grand. It's going to be raised to 500 grand. Uh, Does this mean that when I deposit a check into the bank, that means I'm going to get it immediately now? Correct. Really? If the bank adopts FedNow, yes. That's All the right. idea. They they this is this is meant to to be instead of a digital dollar, right? Yeah. Like why use a digital dollar if you can just have a, a, a basically a clearinghouse that just works instantly. Or I mean, why can't the dollar be treated as digital anyway, right? You're right. Well, that's <laughs> that's in essence that's what this is doing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just making the dollar digital. It's not creating a digital dollar. It's just making it digital. In the sense that uh, it will actually move, the, like like the, as weird as it is right. to say, like that's the reason. Like we've all had a big check where like we got to wait for it to settle, right? Yeah. They got to wait for that money to actually move through several places and get where it's going. And uh, you know, apps like Venmo they feel instant because Venmo uh, kind of like works it they're in the background, floating right? It. Yeah, yeah. They're 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 floating it. They put up that 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 money right away, and then finish the process later. But this is going to actually be instantaneous. Is this bad for Venmo then? Uh, it's I I probably probably hmm. definitely. <laughs> Whoa, uh, yeah. Hold on now. <laughs> or maybe it's good for <laughs> let me, Venmo. Let me pull up a chart and uh, short some buy some Venmo puts. <laughs> um, I don't think I don't even know if Venmo is tr- publicly traded. Uh. I don't know if they are either. But the uh, the other thing that this is going to really help with is the the payday loan business. Oh, it's going to help people uh, not need that because they get their paycheck right away. Right, they're not waiting for anything to clear. Hopefully, I mean, well, though some people are using that like a week in advance. Like I'm promising you my next paycheck. Oh yeah, it wouldn't help with that, huh? No, no. But hopefully, uh, hopefully, it does take a bite out of their business. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if that means you can get access to your money a couple of days sooner, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, it, it's it's good for everybody. Yes, to 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 have this instantaneous money moving. Uh, it's weird to me that it took this long. Yes, thank you. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. Like, I can click a button and purchase three million dollars worth of futures contracts. That's yeah, the blink right. of an eye. <laughs> 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 But yeah, we can't send money in faster than two days turnaround time. Or, or my favorite is like, yeah, that refund that'll uh, you'll get that in three to five yeah. business days. 
Right. Like you took it instantly. You can't put it back yeah. right away. That's how they do it. Son of a bitch. Uh, let's see. What else do I have? Oh, I've got one other story that has to do with recession, I guess. Okay. So apparently last month, investors pumped in $45 billion worth into stocks. That's the biggest inflow in over a year. This week? This month. This month. Yeah. More money into stocks than they have in a single month since March of 22. Wow. $45 billion, okay. according to Bank okay. of America. Yeah, yeah. Massive allocation to equities is contrary to patterns seen over the past six months where they'd shifted away from the stock market into bonds as they fretted over a potential downturn. But since the uh, inflation has been cooling and it's looking more likely that a soft landing is possible, investors have been apparently piling back in. Uh, and there was one day that was really big. I'm trying to see where that was. Uh, $12 billion in a single week earlier this month following the publication of the inflation report. Oh, yeah. It was that... Uh... I think it's, it's at the beginning of July. Um, it was going to say that we had that gap up in, in, in the beginning of June. It would have been somewhere around the. It was written on the 14th, so my guess it was, it was probably around the time that CPI report came out last week. Okay. Oh yeah, Mon- Monday, July 10th. Oh, I guess it was that whole week, not a day. Futures are yeah, at yeah. 4437, and then yeah. at the end of the week they were at 4538, 100 points higher. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't know. Is this uh, is this looking like is this looking like we're getting greedy, euphoric, even? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, I think that's a yes. Yeah, that would be uh, that'd be you could say that. Bit. Seems a bit. Hmm. I don't know. Something to watch. Yeah, some people. The the competing headlines are still going on though. I think that's the main takeaway here. All right, what else you got for for news here? Uh, apparently, uh, I forgot to post this until late, so you might not have seen it. Uh, U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. You, do you remember mm-hmm. her? I She's remember a, her. Yes, the the lovely grandma old in lady. charge of her finances. Yeah, the 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 <laughs> grandma that that sometimes is stern, hawk, and sometimes a soft dove, and sometimes <laughs> says things contrary to what everybody else says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, the queen of credibility. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, you know, she's uh, talking about how uh, we're expanding Vietnam as one of our key trading partners in trying to lessen. Uh, well, she didn't directly mention China, right. uh, but the idea is that uh, we're pretty dependent on, on China and we'd like to be uh, not so China dependent on for all the things that we buy. I love the way Vietnam has been building up their, basically their infrastructure, I guess, because like they understand you need that infrastructure first before you can start mm-hmm. in the, uh, the industry. And I think they've been focusing a lot on that and education. And I think that Vietnam is one of those emerging markets that's going to compete here real soon. You think, you think we can focus on infrastructure and education, Kyle, someday? Maybe someday. Maybe. <laughs> All our failing bridges. Uh, no, yeah. you're you're right. Uh, and wasn't Vietnam one of those uh, countries that the the when we talked to HSBC's global investment guy? Yeah, was yeah, it, it yeah, was. He was talking about Vietnam being one of the up and coming big. Yeah, West. that was exactly what I was thinking about when I said that. Apparently, trade between the U.S. and Vietnam has been growing at nearly twenty five percent a year for the past two decades. Interesting. And we're at a record high. Yeah, and Ye- Yellen is saying that there's no sign of that momentum slowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently Vietnam's growing their own semiconductor sector. Uh, smart. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the future, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. That's a good, good find. That's a good story. Oh, thank you. 
That's uh, yelling doing something I agree with. <laughs> uh, all right, we got anything else for? I I do not. That was that was that was all I had. Then perhaps we should run some ads and move on. Yes, favorite part. Is it? Yeah. Mine too. Longtime fans of the show should be familiar with the lender formerly known as Sue Pullen, and I'm pleased to announce that she's back, fresh off a rebrand and ready to help as Sue Mackey. Sue is a certified mortgage advisor at Fairway Independent Mortgage, an equal housing lender who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs. She has over 20 years of experience helping thousands of homeowners. Whether it's purchasing, refinancing, or even a reverse mortgage, Sue will help. Sue's licensed in 36 states now, so reach out and let Sue Mackey it happen for you. The best way to reach her is just give her a call at 520-977-7904 or in an email, spullen at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number of 2289. Sue Mackey has an MLS number of 206048. That email again, spullen at fairwaymc.com. And that phone number is 520-977-7904. Shoot Sue an email and let her know she needs to update that address. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Ah, they never get old, do they? No. My no. favorite is when they play the same one three times in a row. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because you really pick up on the nuances that you missed. Ah, uh, yes, yes, I see. All right, let's let's listen to stock time and talk about some stocks. All right. Stock time. Now it's talk about stock time. Looking for setups and still not advice. Big moves, fresh news, and earnings. Please don't sue us. All right, you want to go first, or should I? Uh, I mean, I just talked about the last story, so you you go first. You go first. Okay. Remember our favorite stock, AMC? I uh, never heard of it. It just made the news after the close today. Uh, wait, wait, remember what? those ape units? Yeah, the 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 the, <laughs> the side share hustle. Uh huh. We didn't make new shares. We didn't make new shares. Well, Delaware law uh, provides that it's okay. So the court of chancery reviews all class action settlements and that uh, uh, class action suit trying to stop the ape conversion uh, had been declined or denied. But uh, the chancery review uh, has decided that, no, this is uh, not good. And we're going to put a halt to this. So apes have been like falling. They're down about 42% at the time of this publication. AMC had doubled at one point. Uh, 
trying to see what it's doing right now. It's trading about $7.80 now when it was at 4.36 into the close. Holy shit. It's yeah. up 80%. Yep. On this news. Uh -huh. Damn. No more dilution. You still have any do you still have any shares? Oh yeah. Yeah, I support the movement. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna sell some covered calls? Yeah, probably. <laughs> 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 See if this uh leads to a bigger squeeze. That vol volatility yeah. spike's gotta be pretty juicy. I bet you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you got for us today? Disney stock. Uh, started to see some traction, even though I got some puts on it. Uh, though, though, uh, I, you know, I, it's just, it just did double top. Anyway, uh, they're they're in talks with NBA, NFL, and Major League Baseball to sell them a share of ESPN. Interesting. Uh, so, wait, is this spinning off ESPN? Or are they just trying to give the league so, a, a stake in it? So, uh, Hearst. Media Empire owns about 20% of ESPN. Mm -hmm. Disney owns 80%. Okay. Disney's trying to get the the sports leagues to buy a cut. Right. And I'm thinking uh the thinking is to to get like sweetheart deals. Well, yeah, you get the major leagues like having a stake in that, then they're probably less likely to gouge you for the rights to stream their programs. Right, right. But they'd also get a cut of the advertising revenue too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think it's mm -hmm. a win for the leagues and it's a I win so for, for Disney at a time. I mean, they're really struggling with what to do with ESPN, right? Like right. cable's dying and it doesn't really like online streaming is different. Like all of the leagues have different rules about right. how, how you can stream what and where. I think we've all been like, what do you mean I can't stream the Baltimore game because I'm in Arizona? Right. Yeah, that's that infuriating. That yeah. Right. Oh, it's on your over-the-air broadcast. You can't watch that here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah be great. Just, just port the signal over here. I'll watch it. I'll watch your commercials. I just don't want to have fucking cable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It may. It may not happen. You know, there's hurdles like you know, uh, Comcast and Fox and right. Amazon and Apple and NBC aren't, aren't gonna like that because you know they constantly are in bidding wars for the rights to air these sports games right um, but espn also does their espn plus where they stream a lot of their content they streamed almost the entire nhl season last year which was amazing or the year before maybe you really yeah that's 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 that is amazing wow. i know i, I love it. how they yeah. got that <laughs> uh, also the, the another hurdle would be people it might cloud the perception of any of espn sports reporting being objective mm. like some people are worrying that like you know if uh, oh, because if, if the, the nfl owns a stake in espn espn might be like traumatic brain injury Psh, pish posh because Fake the news. sports journalists are the epitome of impartiality <laughs> journalistic integrity yes yes yeah. they are <laughs> yeah i <laughs> would not worry about long that. been known <laughs> yeah. not at the top of my concerns <laughs> Yeah, so it just be a minority stake, but uh, uh, it is getting some some headline traction, and they're definitely. I noticed because I was watching the stock. I noticed, like, wait a minute, this is really buy all of a sudden. What happened? Right, right. <laughs> you know, we got this news of this this writers actors strike in Hollywood. This should be bad news for Disney. Why is it going up? 
Why? Because they own ESPN, and then everyone's going to turn to sports when the actors aren't acting. Exactly. Exactly. And now <laughs> they're going to sell another 20% stake. I mean, that's, that's, that's probably one way to inject some cash. I'm sure that probably has gone up quite significantly in value from when they purchased it initially. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, they and they got to, to be fair, they got to pay for their insurance premium somehow. To be fair. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> yes, the insurance premium. <laughs> nice. Uh, let's see. What else do I I got one other one about another squeeze, apparently, that's happening. And I don't understand this one at all. So Sirius XM mm-hmm. is a stock that trades yeah. on the NASDAQ. It closed higher by 40% yesterday on the heels of an apparent short squeeze. And the squeeze seems to be happening because of an arbitrage trade where uh, hedge funds had been going long Liberty Sirius XM Corp Series A and shorting the Sirium Sirius stock Siri. What? This LSXMA is acting as a tracking stock. It was created by Liberty Media Corporation. Liberty Media owns about 83% of that stock. Uh, So this stock that was supposed to be tracking Sirius was trading at about a 35% discount to the value of Siri or its assets in June. Those assets also included uh, shares of Siri and about a 30% stake in Live Nation. So it must be tracking like a uh, media yeah, like a satellite media. Yeah, more than just Siri. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes yeah. a little more sense. Why would you have a tracker tracking a stock that's already trading? That didn't make any sense. Okay, all right, maybe that makes sense now. So the spread between it has gone from that thirty-five percent to now about fifty-five percent, uh, with the value of Liberty Sirius XM stake and Sirius XM and Live Nation approaching eighty dollars per Liberty Sirius XM share. I don't know what that means, but that's what they wrote. Uh, they think that hedge funds shorting the Siri stock may have reached some drawdown limits, so they're probably having to cover their arbitrage trades. Oh, wow. Uh, they also think that Siri could be benefiting from the NASDAQ 100 rebalancing, which would should result in more shares of that company being bought as people divest out of the, the big seven, or magnificent seven, I think they call them. Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's, that's making me want to buy some short-range puts on Siri. Uh, or maybe uh straddle hmm. yeah that's what i was just thinking <laughs> all right uh that's that's all i got for stock news uh i got one more um apparently amazon is going to be competing with elon musk and spacex uh bezos continues to compete <laughs> in in uh with elon musk Who's also competing with Zuckerberg? God, I wish these billionaires would all just get in a room and fuck and get it over with. I mean, is that what Bezos jealous? Is that what's going on? I don't know. The Amazon's investing 120 million dollars in a satellite processing facility in Florida. They're uh, called Project Kuiper. They're going to build a network of 3,236 satellites in low Earth orbit, just like SpaceX has been doing. Oh, nice! And yeah. uh, then clog up have, that. I, I guess. Keep keep clogging that lower orbit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, how much of that 120 million was uh, spent on insurance premiums? <laughs> right, right. Uh, uh, no idea, no idea. Probably a good chunk of it. So, I at the very least, uh, Skynet will have some competition, not from us humans, mm. but uh, you know, there'll be two AIs uh, trying to kill us. Oh, great. Yeah. Maybe they can fight each other for dominance Maybe they'll, first. They'll fight each other first. Yeah, and then, then we can pick off the weaker one. No, I have a feeling they'll be like, we can both agree that humans should die first, <laughs> then we will fight. 
it, it's only logical. Damn it, you're right. That is too logical. <laughs> the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Hello, friend. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, that's all. I, that's all I got. That's all I got. All right. Let's let's do some crypto then. We're making good time today. Ooh. I got some crypto in my wallet. Yeah, I got some crypto in my wallet. Some Doji Sushi Polka Dot NFT. Decentralized, anonymized, fabulous cryptocurrency. All right, well, I got one big story here. I'd like to bring up. Actually, I have two. Oh, but the important one is the one with Nasdaq. Um, so Nasdaq has announced it's called off its plans to launch a cryptocurrency custody service. Oh, uh, new business line that would have been regulated as a special purpose trust in New York was slated to launch the second quarter of this year. It's a bit of a blow for the crypto industry. Yeah. Um, trying to see if there's anything about why. I'm guessing it just has to do with the apparent coordinated crypto clampdown by U.S. authorities, which has also been sometimes referred to as choke point 2.0 by somebody. <laughs> by somebody. Yeah, it's in quotes. <laughs> yeah, so this would have been really good for crypto if they would have gotten into that. Would have been at least a le- somewhat legitimate service acting as a custo- custodian for crypto. Might have had a little bit better trust than uh, some of the other shit we've been seeing from the other exchanges. But alas, it is not to be. It is not the case. Yeah. Damn yeah. it. I thought, I thought, I thought for sure we, one of these would, would hit and be trustworthy and amazing. And, uh, you know, I mean, are you, is there still hope for FTX? I think so. I think, you know, FTX, it's just a few bad apples, Kyle. <laughs> Speaking a few of bad apples. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was trying yeah. to lead you in. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. A uh, few, few bad apples. Uh, Sam uh, Friedman, Sam Bankman yeah. Fried, Friedman Bank. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Sammy Sam. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, uh, one of the things he did that uh, is coming out in a lawsuit was filed uh, in a Delaware court on Thursday. Uh, from I guess FTX is suing Bankman Fried. Oh, like, the oh. company is suing him. Uh, claiming he oh. is funding his legal bills with misappropriated cash that he sent his dad last year, uh, company money, <laughs> ten, ten million Shocking. dollars in company money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and separately, uh, the District of New York has sent out a letter to the judge presiding over his case, accusing him of attempting to interfere with the fair trial by an impartial jury because he gave he leaked documents to a Times reporter trying to discredit his ex girlfriend. Mm. Uh, who ran the crypto hedge front Alameda Research? Oh, right, uh, interesting. So he he shared portions of her diary to oh her uh, diary. I thought it was yeah. his. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, to, that's a bit to paint, shittier. To paint her as a jilted lover who perpetrated these crimes alone. Uh huh. He's like, this isn't me. It was all her. She was yeah. the mastermind, not me. The guy who transferred ten million dollars to his dad and as a as an oh shit button. As a shit, I might need this later. <laughs> yeah. 
dad, I'm, I'm sending you 10 million if shit goes sideways. Because he knew. He knew the whole time. Come on now. Do, do you know what else he did? No, what else? Um, oh, my God. So uh, him and his brother discussed buying a tiny island nation called Nauru. Nauru? 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 In Micronesia to build a bunker there. The goal to be used in case the world's population was ever cut by 50 to 99.99% when it would help repopulate the earth. And it would also serve as a lab to develop, quote, sensible regulation around human genetic enhancement. Ah, yes. (laughs) The fuck bunker. And also also in the memo, it says, quote, there probably there are other things useful to do with a sovereign country. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Oh my God! Hey, yeah. hey, Kyle. Let's get rich enough where we talk about buying a nation to do genetic and experiments and having a fuck bunker in case the yeah. world ever comes to an end. Now, I've had a vasectomy, but I'm not going to tell anybody that. If like, if we, yeah, yeah. I don't know why you're not getting pregnant. Let's keep trying. Well, sometimes it works, right? I think there's a statistical probability that it may actually still let something slip. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, trust me, my boys don't swim. <laughs> drown. <laughs> <laughs> they, they drown right away. I, I don't know. Uh, I did them a favor getting the snip. Right, right. All right. Anything else for crypto? Or should we uh, rip on yes. SPF some more? <laughs> <laughs> I did have uh, one other uh, thing in crypto. Uh, the, the crypto couple, as the media has dubbed them, uh, uh, they appear set to plead guilty in a... Bitcoin hack and money laundering case. Uh, I don't know. If we we may have talked about this before, but not enough to where it's stuck in my brain. They don't the, look this, North Korean. They aren't North Korean. No, <laughs> they're Russian. Well, the one guy's oh. Russian. Oh yeah, the girl, the lady's Russian. Ilya Liechtenstein. No, that no, that's that's a guy's name. That's yeah, German. Ilya's Ilya Liechtenstein and Heather Rian and Morgan. They laundered four and a half billion dollars in stolen Bitcoin in 2016. Or they're trying to. Oh, so they've been sitting on this money for a long time. Well, they've been in jail for a little bit. They're they just finally they're 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 finally pleading guilty. Okay. Uh, How did they catch uh, them? They they weren't charged in the hack. Uh, It didn't say how they were caught, but there is a a Netflix series in the the making. What I love is that the the girl Heather uh, is apparently an aspiring rapper. That's amazing. That is not the headshot I expect when I read that yeah. statement. Aspiring rapper Heather Morgan. Yeah, that you don't you don't expect <laughs> her to look like. <laughs> I, I was not expecting a rapper to look like. Uh, I mean, what you going to rap about? Looking like a bird. <laughs> <laughs> Duck lips. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right. All right. Well. Good, yeah, justice that's right. Is I just insulted her appearance. What are you going to do? Write me the hate mail. Go ahead. <laughs> do it. She's what is she going to rap him about? Sorry, her name is her her rap name is Razzlecon. Razzlecon. <laughs> oh god, please tell me there's a video associated with this. Oh, yeah, we will <laughs> Razzlecon. I'm assuming like I Wrath of Con. Really want to hear her rap. There are Definitely Razzlecon videos on YouTube. <laughs> There's a Razzlecon.com. Oh my God. Yes, there is. Yeah. We'll go ahead and have a link to that in I'll the episode description. I'll Songs. Faux King Bad Bit Beck. 
Foking bad. Yeah, that's the official music video. Oh, was this what they used all that money for? B h e c h. I think I I think I figured out how they the feds caught him. Yeah, yeah. No shit. All right. (laughs) Twenty million dollar music video. (laughs) Oh god. All right. Should we should we move on? Ah, oh, let's move on. I just need to sit down over here in the shade. It's so hot out, Kyle. It's just so fucking yeah, hot. Yeah, well, why do you do that? Do uh, you mind if I uh, just... It's just... Oh, God! Just pull the trigger. Just put you out of your misery. You had a good day. You had a good day, Dan. I let you do your jokes. I let you read. <laughs> let me do my little jokes. Yeah, it was a good day. Let me be a big shot. <laughs> yeah. Before, before I get sent off to the farm in the sky. <laughs> I'm doing it for you, buddy. The listener stands living on a farm now. He's happy every day. <laughs> what was your uh, What was your good man? Oh golly, uh, I feel like overall I just had a a, a decently good week. Uh, I yeah. closed out Friday, bouncing back from a bad Thursday. Uh, hit my target. Yeah, you did uh said i'm gonna i'm gonna keep trading in sim and journaling i did stick in sim took a couple more trades and journaled and even though i mean i was really tempted and even though it was a winner uh i'm happy i did stay in sim because uh identify identified i'm out of mental capital i'm stopping trading uh from here on out it's just me testing the strategy that's awesome too and like Purdue said like keeping your promises to yourself or the most important things that we can do as traders, right? Yes. If I say I'm going to do something, I need to do it. Yeah. And then as I, and I think I told you, uh, after the, the day was, was calming down, uh, uh, mm-hmm. it's almost like I'm trying to use that SIM trading to exercise that mental capital muscle. Cause I burn out pretty quick. Right. Yeah. I've been noticing that too with myself. I think, I think that was really good. No, that's awesome, man. That's, that's a fucking great good. Um, my good, I think was, I did exactly what I was trying to do this week. Uh, after what I said last week, last week, I started (laughs) really poorly Monday, Tuesday, uh, had some really terrible, lucrative, lousy scores on, on the trades that I took during that period. And this week I felt like I traded really well Monday, Tuesday. I had, let's see, one, two, three, four trades, all lucrative. Oh yeah, yeah. It was an awesome start to the week. Well done. Thank you. Well Thank you. Done. And I also did what I said I was going to do too, and sized down to start the week. I sized down for all of um, Monday, and then I sized down to start Tuesday, and then increased my size as we uh, went through the session. And I liked the way that felt. Felt good. Hell yeah. Hell what yeah. was your bad? Uh, I think my bad was my uh, lucrative trade score. Oh. Yeah, um, I didn't uh, actually add up with the plus one and minus two, but uh, I'm I'm well negative, and and I I should uh, I I should be at a point where I'm doing better, and um, I took far too many uh, non lucrative trades. I still get into my ugly ugly. Right, right. <laughs> well, I mean, you got a goal for next week, right? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. My goal for next week is zero. Uh, non-lucrative trades or, or just better than last week. 
That's an easy target to hit. Uh, absolutely want to do better. I'm, I'm going to change. Uh, I'm going to try and learn sheets a little bit so I can change mm -hmm. it to, to keep track. Uh, uh, the, you very generously, generously shared the result of your hard, hard labor uh, in an awesome trade log that I love. Uh, I'm going to make some tweaks to, to track that lucrative trade. Let me know if you need help uh, figuring out the filters in there because some of it's uh, a little confusing. Yeah, I just I just popped open one, looked under the hood of one of the things and was like, okay, this looks like programming language. I should be able to figure this out. You should be able to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I'll definitely I'll definitely shoot you some questions. You, what, what you was definitely your... know as much as I do about programming. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> not more, probably more. I, no, I, but... I was one class away from my uh, my my associates at Pima. Or sorry, one one semester away. One I kind of tapped away. out year three in high school. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my bad was Friday. My Friday trading was not good. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, and the PL wasn't terrible. I mean, I was still well within my loss limits. Uh, like not even a twenty point drawdown. Uh, but the problem was that I let my PL dictate my take profit targets, and because of that, I ended up letting a bunch of trades get close to taking a target and then coming back and stopping out at break even or yeah. for a loss. Yeah. I did that one, two, three times. It looks like. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's not good. That's not how you manage a trade. And that's something I'm going to have to work on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, man? What was your, what was your ugly? Well, it was definitely Thursday. Uh, I got, I got, rattled like it, i didn't uh, my globex strategy didn't give me an opportunity to play in that first hour right it just like yeah. bullishly shot up and then yeah yeah and then like i kind of got rattled and i was looking for a pullback and i just kept missing and digging myself worse and worse and uh uh ended up taking seven points more than i should have in losses uh, and did you not notice that at first or is that just, uh, when you looked, then you shut it down? Um, I, this, it was ugly because I looked and I knew that if I put on a full size trade, yeah, I would be breaking risk rules and I put on the full size trade anyway. Yeah. Instead of just yeah. one contract, I put on three. I've and, done that too. And that's why it was ugly. I've done that too. Yeah. In fact, the, Last trade I took Friday was kind of similar. I was like, if I would have taken a full stop on that, I think I would have been the same boat. The the thing that uh, also really got under my skin about it a little mm -hmm. bit uh, was when I went back and looked at it later. If I had waited for the retest of that top of that Globex, I would have had a win. Right. Ah. Later, later in the day, price did get pushed down and back uh -huh. into that area and it held. Like I think two two or three times. It was like when I was looking at it, I got so mad at myself. Like, right. like ah. Dan, if you if I had just sat here at my computer and been patient and been like, okay, well, you know what? I'm gonna dick around and play games with this chart on in the background. And if it starts to get near my area, then I'll maybe I'll trade. I didn't do anything like that. We gotta do more of that. We've been I think the <laughs> it's been nice trading with you. I've been really enjoying it, but I think sometimes we maybe excite each other to the point where it makes that patience a little harder to yeah. To have. Yeah. Yeah. I, I uh, yeah, I think, but I, I do. I'll also say this, the longer we're trading together lately, the more I feel like it's, I it's feel like it's healthy. getting better. Yes. It's better. Yeah. We're more 
like pack hunters now. Right, right. Stock and prey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, and 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 this is this is just over time. Like we'll I'll say a level and it's like one or two points from a level you have. Yeah. Or vice versa. Consistently. 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 Yeah. And that's good too. And we're still arguing over that point. (laughs) Why do you have it there? (laughs) This should be, I see the shelf right here. This is. No, 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 no. It's a point higher, you (laughs) idiot. (laughs) Oh, geez. Yeah. My ugly was my mentality today, Friday. And there was at least a couple points that I can point to where I felt the strong urge to uh, put this in quotes, get it back to enter a trade, to try to get it back, get back to even. And I'm very happy. I didn't act on that impulse, but it is getting a little bit concerning about how easy it is to fall into those old patterns again. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that feeling. That's a gambling feeling. Yeah. Trying to get back to break even. Yeah. So I think if I had just shut it down at that point, I think I came back and I took another trade, but I came back after like calming down and like actually got a decent trade. Uh, got a decent ad on it. You I, were, you were way better when you came back. Yeah. You seem centered and focused and, and you trading pro again. The The only problem was the same thing. What I said in the bad, I was letting the PNL dictate those take profits. And whereas I could have been, flat to a little bit green if i would have closed them out where i should have mm-hmm. uh, instead i ended up with a minus one and a half r on friday yeah i you know i left i i left uh six or seven points on the table because i did mm-hmm. that same thing i was like i'm at 20 i'll flatten and be done yeah yeah and and it was it was going my way mm-hmm. and it it was the the absorption wasn't that strong it was just more of an excitement of letting my PL dictate my day the other way yeah but Where, you also you you letting it get you to close out a trade i think is less dangerous than <laughs> pushing a take profit not closing it out because you're getting too greedy that's true that's true like i'd rather have your problem of oh i only got 20 points today instead of 27 <laughs> as opposed to <laughs> oh i got nothing on this trade because i let it come back to zero <laughs> right right Fair enough. Fair enough. So, so yeah, that's a that's a, not a bad problem to have, but definitely something we could work on too. Yes, very much so. All right. Anything else for the, the good, bad, and ugly before we move on? No, I think uh, I think that'll do it. All right, let's, let's, let's play a bet song. I need it, wanna beat it, gonna win it if I take it from you. Fill in my position, squid your bitch and random's gonna lose. Got a chart full of levels and a stop that's not too tight. It's bet, pick a time in the shop, so pick them right. Ooh. All right, Dan, I promised you a good one, and yeah. I think I might have oversold it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i've been watching palantir a lot and i kind of like this spot that it just touched today and got a nice uh reactive bid out of there it came back in tested that little gap around 16 dollars, and had a nice push out of there into the close but i like that as a spot to try to go long 
what six sixteen dollars well i mean i would have liked to just be long already but yeah around sixteen twenty, somewhere around there huh nice huh. uh little fair value gap that we left behind had some sell-off the sell volume is still lower than the uh the buy volume i don't think this one's quite done yet fair value cap on which which time frame uh on the daily where were you saying it left behind on uh oh that one at 16 i see what you're saying yeah i see okay i see yeah yeah i see the gap on on that the july 10th candle the gap to let the candles to the left and the right of it is that what you're saying yeah yeah yeah. yep okay that's okay okay Mm. what do you think Mm -hmm. mm-hmm okay well hmm I mean the fair value gap thing. That's 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 your your stuff. I was I, I'm looking at Disney. Okay. I want you, I want you to see what you think about this uh, double top. It had Friday, Wednesday, and or Friday. Oh man, that is quite the descending triangle on the daily, going all the way back to July of twenty two. Do you, do you, do you, <laughs> do you see why I move my shares into puts? I yeah, I think I do. <laughs> but I'd also like to see that level break first. I I think it's you think it's inevitable. I think that's where <laughs> we're at. We're we're at the break. Uh but you know there's there's some risk, I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe not. Okay. Which one do you like better? Ah. <sighs> uh, I'd say flip a coin, but that just get lets random pick for us. Yeah, then we do the opposite of the coin. <laughs> uh, all right, let's 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 do Palantir. Let's do Palantir. You sure, I'm gonna put the risk of losing. I mean, going long a tech stock maybe isn't the best idea. Well, we and we're win. on a bull rally. Maybe going short. Ah, true. Uh, yeah. Big media stock isn't a good idea. I actually, kind of wouldn't mind trying to go long on Disney here and then just flipping short if it pops our stop loss. Okay, but I mean, look at those fucking know, wicks know, on the daily, Kyle. <laughs> right off of the moving average. Yeah, that's right true. off the cloud. That's true. <laughs> every oh, I can't decide. Every cloud is negative. Every moving average is negative. You decide, so I can be the indignant when we lose. Palantir, <laughs> Palantir. Right. Shit, that does that's that doesn't work yep. for me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Right. Well, then I want to take profit at 18. If we do that, I want to go right back up to that doji. All right. Can we call it three quarters at 18 and uh, the rest ride? Yep, we can do that. Because I, cause I, I think I think if it's if it turns around, it's going to have some juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Maybe we should only do half then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's do half. Let's do half there. We'll do another quarter at 19. I mean, three quarters at 10% is, is pretty fucking amazing. We'll do half at 18, a quarter at 19, and let the rest ride. And then uh, where should we put our stop? Uh, the If it fills that fair value gap, $15.80. Okay, fifteen eighty, Nice tight stop. Yeah, look what happened we didn't have one last time. <laughs> I know, right? Stop loss. Fifteen eighty, and then if we hit our stop loss, do we need to just flip short? Because this, is this the last week? Yeah, there's only a couple days left after this week, so yeah, that, yeah, that, that, that sounds that sounds good. 
Okay, flip short and we'll just let it ride if it does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And let it ride, because we are All toast right. anyway. What do we what do we got for random? Uh GPK. It is a New York Stock Exchange Consumer Durables graphic packaging holding company. All right. They make package designs, I'm assuming. What the hell happened on Friday the 16th? (laughs) The dividend was that bad? (laughs) They had a dividend one week ago at a huge sell-off. Oh, um, if it was a big dividend. No, it was like 10 cents. It shouldn't be that big. 10 cents on a $24 stock. It's, that's what a third of a percent it's not even huge oh man but look at this fucking channel this thing's been running up along yeah yeah this is a good spot to go long fuck you this is a great spot to go long fuck i mean maybe it'll what the fuck does this company do i don't know apparently they ruin our dreams yeah they ruined our dreams <laughs> I mean, it's at the top of a distribution, so maybe... Yeah, retesting it to to build up strength for the next push higher. (laughs) Shh, 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 shh. (laughs) (laughs) That's shit. Oh, and they got earnings, uh, but not till next week. No, they had... They've already broken lower than that impulse. They did, they did. And silently bought it right back out of there. Okay, well, fair point. But the, we, we, but the sellers have moved lower, so maybe we got some hope. Maybe we got some hope. The earnings isn't until the 1st of August, so we got to build up the earnings. Yeah, hopefully the people are Fucking expecting random. shit out of it. Okay, folks, there you have it. Thanks for sticking around to the end. We made a bet. Yeah, it's me did. and Kyle with Palantir versus Random with GPK. We'll be back at you next week Bullshit. with the thrilling results. <laughs> Uh, until but, then, Kyle, uh, people need to slap their rating. Yeah, like uh, like you slap your forehead when you forget to write that bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sounds, <laughs> sounds good. Oh, we love you folks so much. Uh, we'll see you next week. Until then, happy trades. Bye. Two Bulls in a China Shop is an entertainment program, and all thoughts and opinions expressed in the show belong to the hosts and not of any company. They are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide entertainment about stocks and the financial industry of trading. If you make trades based on what you hear in this show, you assume all risks for those trades.